speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A hey, moron! See, with Skype here, I didn't actually know how long it takes to start because it says start, we're still saying start recording for a minute, it's now just changed the numbers. So we just sit here with this really long, awkward silence before we go. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome in. Okay. <laughs> it's not long since we've recorded, I actually didn't remember what I say at the start. Uh, you, you used to have a little catchphrase at the start, but you sort of did. Good evening, fellow be... morons, is it no? Aye. A... Hello, fellow morons. How are we all feeling tonight? I'm in a good mood. A bit tired. Tired as well. At least. Well, so uh, Burnsy can be excused. He does have COVID. Although I, have... I had COVID, I took the night off, Burnsy, so more fool you. I just, I know you would fall apart without me, so I've had to drag myself out of my sick bed to come down to the Elmorven room. <laughs> well, you're setting some standards for your uh, your thoughts on the two movies that we're going to watch tonight. <clears throat> the the movies that we're going to be reviewing tonight are the second half of The Partners, so we have Laura and Ella's choices of movies. Um, Ella selected, well, we say Ella, it's really Daniel that selected it. Ella selected Midsummer and... Laura decided on In Bruges, two completely random movies um, to be selected by our partners. Like when, they, when me and Sean's partners went, it was a bit more like that girly, like girly ones where are a bit more fun, a bit more entertaining than these two selected movies. <laughs> um, but I suppose we better should better start off with the the more fun filled movie out of the two, and we'll kick off with Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer, a movie that came out in 2019 for nearly two and a half hours. Well, that'll come up there uh, as a comment later on, I'm sure, from Sean. Um, a couple travels to Northern Europe to visit a rural hometown's fabled Swedish Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, I think we should come to you. Uh, let's get in the mindset of Ella slash you that selected this. Um, so Ella and I had actually watched this before when it was first on Netflix. Um, I'd forgotten how fucking mental it is. Um, it really is a weird fucking movie, isn't it? We've had a few of these, and I know that they really don't land well with Sean and Bugsy. Um, I hold out a little bit of hope that Hunter might I've quite liked some of it um, in a weird way, but maybe not. <laughs> but I, I quite enjoy it. It's super weird. I enjoy weird stuff. Like, see all the weird behaviours, um, like sitting at the table and all that. And when one of them sits down, before they all sit down, they're all just standing awkwardly. Um, I, it was a really strange thing. It seems like the type of thing gullible Americans would do. It's like, they see Europe as this weird place. I bet folk in America think of Sweden's like this. And it's all just like weird fucking shit going on. Um, but I I don't know, the gullible fucking Americans falling into the weird cult kind of worked quite well for me. Um, the best bit 
of the whole film is where the two old folk jump off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Because oh. yeah. up to that point, you, there was just like a sinister undertone that you knew it was all a bit weird. But that was when... This is where there's a bit of flaw in the movie. That's where they should have just fucked off and left. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that they stayed a bit after that was a massive uh, sort of plot. Did one of them not disappear at that point? Like, or just after? The other couple disappeared. Like, they uh, got taken home. Uh, they all killed. You saw their bodies at the end. Yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, the boyfriend of the little girl in the dungarees um, mm. was the first one to go. And remember, they kept saying, oh, he's over into town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went to his own and all that. It was obvious where everything was sort of going south at that point. So I suppose even if they did try and leave, they were going to find a way to keep them there and sacrifice them. And I think the whole idea is that when they get to that, uh, what is it, their autumn or their summer? Mm-hmm. That's how they fucking decide their ages. It's fucking weird. They, they, they've got to go away out into the world and find people to bring back so that they can sacrifice them to whatever the fucking weird god is. Um, but no, I'm interested in people's thoughts on some particular scenes. Uh, the one that I'm excited to talk about most is when the guy is having sex with the ginger lassie surrounded by all the old naked ladies <laughs> and they're all making that noise <laughs> over again and then she comes and starts pushing his arse into her more and more um, super weird though I, I don't even know where to start with this movie it's probably the biggest confusing thing I've got I don't like I don't think of anything that I really enjoyed I like the main actress Harvey uh, Black Widow um, she's good I think Mm-hmm. I think she does a really good part, um, way more than anybody else. And apart from Will Poulter, Will Poulter's class, so, so you, um, you can you can see him as being that really annoying, like sex hungry little kid that he plays in this. I was pissing myself though when he starts um, taking taking a piss over the the big sacred tree, and he's all confused about why he's getting shouted at. But that probably falls into the the arrogance and gullibleness of a, of Americans, mm-hmm. as you would. Get like to get showcased and loads of different things to be about, like because he was very much like so what, like who cares? What 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 does that even involve? I I sat and watched this, literally feeling like staring at the screen, but having actual no idea what I was watching. And the scene where you're talking about Daniel, where the the two old people jump off at the end of their life cycle, that totally threw me. Because up to that point, I thought this is just going to be like a really ancestral town that Martin McFly is going to appear in at some point. <laughs> but I, I, I'm still so confused, so I'm hoping that you guys can shed a little bit more light on to what actually happened in this So movie. which bits are you confused about then? Let's go through them. This will be more enjoyable than me just talking about bits of the movie. Well, I've got the that. What is the role of the ancestral... Uh, spawn elephant man and just cut them out. <laughs> so what I gathered, uh, the engineer and ancestral hideous weird sort of deformed child whenever they get whenever that one dies they make a new one again and that person can see and whatever God wants and scribbles it on paper and like crayons. <laughs> there you go. 
it sat up in the corner of that room as well whilst the guy was pumping the ginger lassie. <laughs> oh, it was, this was an insane movie. Like, it's, I like when films take chances and like try and do something completely different. Like, and this is never going to land with everybody. And there's loads of parts here that were fucking they could have maybe cut out. Um, they should have probably done a little bit more of the main actress going mental. So I mean, and a bit less. Uh, I didn't really care about like, oh, I'm going to write my thesis about this at university and mm-hmm. let's argue over who's going to write their thesis. That bit was off. Cut all that shit out <clears throat> and have more like all the weird, creepy shit. Like, I found myself, did you find yourself quite oddly drawn in during the weird dance competition? Where they were all running in circles and <laughs> I, I quite en- enjoy the I like things when they become long like long and drawn out because I think it's to me it gets funnier the longer it goes on. So when they were dancing and they were slowly knocking people out, you knew she was going to win. But I was just pushing myself at them like dancing, all doing the same dance in the same rotation, and then random lasses just falling. It's <laughs> like, because they've taken like that. They're taking some sort of drug. They've been different hallucinogenics all the way randomly, little cups, and we're just drinking them. Here's a little cup of stuff. Aye, all right. Fucking. <laughs> then he wakes up and he's inside a bear. Like the, the whole thing was. <laughs> the bear. <laughs> well, what I'll say is, what I did find interesting was how they described a life cycle. So, for zero to 70, 72, was it? Yeah. Like every 18 years or something is a different part of the year, like, throughout there. I thought I thought that was quite cool and that was quite interesting, but I just, like, they explained that and the next thing, two old biddies jump off of the cliffs. One doesn't yet. One jumps like he's going into a swimming pool. Uh, <laughs> and kill him with a hammer. The big <laughs> what was he doing? That's what I was going to say when you said the funniest. I think you said was it you said Daniel the funniest part of the film was when the fall off the cliff. I thought it was more when they got that to take the hammer tip because it was Aye, like, it's, like a, it's like a ceremonial head caving in because it was four of them go up to get a fucking shot at it. <laughs> it was done after the first one, guys. Like <laughs> just need to see the actual skull just disintegrating into two parts. Just to make sure that he'd actually died. <laughs> but I, I will say, in, in terms of positives for this movie, because I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie. I think it's a really weird and unique script to follow and understand. And you have to be quite quirky, I think, to, to be into it. it. It looks stunning. Like, it's really well done. Um, there's a few good actors and actresses in it. And it is weirdly interesting. Like... I finished having this conversation and then I spoke to someone from my work who's actually from Sweden. And she was like, oh yeah, I know about this. And like, she knew a lot of detail about it. But then I was just like, I really, I still no, no idea what I watched. And she's like, yeah, it's a bit like that. Like, it, it's really hard to understand. And that was kind of, I was like, well, I'm not talking about it anymore because it's just like blew my mind for the last two and a half hours. I've no idea what's happened. I mean, um, I think it maybe helps that this is my second watch. I think I, I possibly felt like that when I first watched it. Um, I think now it's quite it's important, and its basic premise is that these are weird folk that worship some weird fucking god that they sacrifice people to. And that's the bit I didn't get. That is that so 
they had to bring people in for the outside. Why did they have to? That just went right over my head. Why did they need to bring people in to be killed? I didn't get why that was. They brought, they brought them in for procreation. Yeah, there's two reasons. There's for procreation, so they bring they want to bring so in, they a guy. The guy in so that they could obviously it could go with a young lassie. Right? Yeah, so they made yeah. some of them and they want to try and keep a girl, which was the young girl, uh-huh. try and join them to then again increase the bloodline, I suppose. Yeah. Two people, so, I, what I noticed was two people jumped off and died at the end of their life cycle. So they right. need to be replaced. So they've got the baby from the, the shagging uh-huh. and they've got the new young blonde girl. So they've replaced uh-huh. I don't know. That was just one of the things that I was then thinking obviously about. They've got the people that they've killed, uh, her boyf- boyfriend and then their, her pals and stuff. That's what I, They made some sort of comment saying they need to be nine folk or something. And I was like, no idea what the nines in relation so, to. That's because they've got to sacrifice that amount of people to their weird god because the the strange, disabled, deformed child said so by writing it in crayons. Hope that clears it up. Right. I missed that bit. That was the bit that obviously didn't make sense to me. All all makes sense to me now. Are we we going to talk about uh, a subject that comes up quite a lot when we watch movies? The boy had a fair wanger on him as he was running away. (laughs) It's 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 not the most smashing Bobby we've seen. No, I, I was decided that he had it all hanging out, and then he decided after about ten seconds it was mm-hmm. going to cover it up. <laughs> it needed two hands to cover it, though. Aye, uh, it's not. It's not the best Bobby we've seen. <laughs> well, we never got to see the Bobby last week, so we were quite disappointed with that. At least we got to see a Bobby this time. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want? Do you want Ella's before I pass it on to someone else? Or Go for like, it. Then? Uh, no, let's keep it to the end. Let's keep it to the end. Sean, I'm sure you've got lots to say about this, or very little. Uh, uh, I was just kind of going over what you've said. It was really weird. I found myself strangely drawn in by it, though. I didn't really like know what was going. I had a rough idea what was going on. I didn't really kind of fully understand, but like I found myself just a bit intrigued throughout. I think intrigued's the right word for it. Uh, I don't really understand the way it ended in terms of like she got made the queen and then her partner was then chosen to be sacrificed like the ninth sacrificed person and Sorry, she, but she picked him though didn't she? Aye, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying so she picked him so and then she's smiling at the end like this is what happened in the space of not even nine days remember so She's went over, and then at nine days later, I'm assuming that's on the on the ninth day. Let's just say it is, if it, if it was never kind of made clear. On the ninth day, she's happy and settled with these random Swedish people that she's just met, and she, like she, I I just didn't really understand. Like, has she been brainwashed in the nine days? No, her face at that point. Uh, boyfriend was a wanker for start to finish, basically. Uh, she remember she's, she's dealing with. She's, <laughs> I would say her boyfriend was a wanker. I'd say his. Oh, was. Oh, he was a wanker. That was, was what I picked boyfriend. up as the full actual reason for the film. This is sure. I didn't even care. It was obviously a he, for fuck's sake. Oh, well, obviously he was what he kind of leave. He was talking to his pals at the start and that, but he wasn't really sure on it. I didn't really think he was like. That much, yeah, yeah, dick. His pal, like his pal who was in We Are the Millers, I forget his name with the fucking eyebrows. He was a dick, 
Uh, remember um, that she saw him shagging the uh, lassie, yeah. and then she I had know, like a break. There's context behind that. I mean, he had been drugged like four times in the space of half an hour, and then he was put <laughs> in there. That? I must but say, context like, behind it, she, 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 perhaps she should have asked. He gets, told, he gets told before he gets drugged that if you take All it, right. then you become open to basically pumping her. But and he's like, oh, some of that. Before the boyfriend shagged the ginger lassie, she's wenching guts of Arnold Pella, too. Ah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, aye. <laughs> yeah. But aye, like, all, all that aside, like, I find myself strangely drawn in. Uh, I, I'm not a, a massive fan of kind of weird films like this. Uh, and I was like, I, I didn't really know what to expect going into it. I thought it was going to be like a kind of very kind of similar kind of, I suppose in a way it was kind of similar to Hereditary it's the same boy, but I was expecting it to be more on the horror side rather than the kind of thriller side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I mean, I just, I don't know, I, I, I came away from it just kind of like both me and Laurie watched it, you can imagine her reaction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But like, we just kind of looked at each other and thought, what the fuck just happened there? It's like that last half hour was just wild. Like that bit with the sex scene and all the women around them are like humming and clapping. And like, she's, and like, I was, it was just really, really bizarre. And it, whoever wrote it, I mean, it's questionable that somebody can come up with stuff like this. Uh, the scene with the cliff, with the, with the, the old man and woman dying on the cliff. Uh, when they jumped, like, but when the woman thought it was a, the woman that jumped off first, and her head just caved in against the rock, and you could see it was just like split. That was absolutely disgusting. And then when his his head got like obviously he jumped leg first, he showed his legs. That was disgusting. And then obviously he just already touched, but just pummeled his fucking head in a couple of times for good measure. Uh, but I it was, I don't really know what to say. To be honest with you, I'm kind of. On the fence, where I don't know if I enjoyed it or if I if I didn't enjoy it, I don't know. It was quite a weird, weird watch, and I kind of came away from it feeling quite weird as well. If that makes sense. <laughs> you sound a bit distressed by this. If uh, if anyone can shed some light or help and support Sean throughout this, just reach out to him, please. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I will definitely not be going back for a second watch to get a better understanding <laughs> of it. Don't get me wrong, but. It, like I wasn't bored during it. Uh, I think it was just the obviously I I, I kind of knew something was well you obviously know something's going on because they're not acting like normal people. But I just wasn't sure what kind of route it was going to go down. I thought that like I said to Laurie when she was doing uh, the, when they were doing the wee dance off thing, if you can call it a dance off. I said I bet you she'll win and then she'll be impregnated. I thought that's what was going to happen. I never knew she was going to be made the queen. But uh, it was just really weird. And then, and then they were trying to shove a fish in her gub. It was just it was just really weird. Like you never really knew what was going to happen next. It was just bizarre. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll end this by saying that I was intrigued throughout uh, and then came out the other end knowing uh, just as much as I did going into it. <laughs> that's a very, very good... Uh, explanation of that movie there. Hunter, had you seen this one before being forced to watch it today? No, as you know, the horror isn't really my genre, and actually horror is going by the lighthouse of definitely not my genre. <laughs> but as I say, I compared it to the lighthouse and hereditary. It's better than him, but similar to Sean, I am still 
I don't know if I feel underwhelmed, overwhelmed. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, so kind of when it started off, it kind of gave you a bit of premise, a bit of background. You're like, hey, this is going somewhere. And then even when they get there to Sweden, you're kind of, you know something's building up and you just turn up in some random field and guys like here, there's a bag of mushies bottom in and you're like, what is going on here? Uh, and everyone's, I, it's weird, I, I said I send in, firstly, how are they getting these uh, Swedish commune cult kids into fucking Amer- American universities? Having, so yeah, chosen like, one being sent out. They're getting taught to fucking carve things and put under their pillow. Is that a school? Today? <laughs> and yet they've managed to go and get fucking degrees and obtain pals to be fucking sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> but that aside, kind of, I was kind of up to when obviously I kind of was one of the kind of things I think because it is quite gruesome, and that was kind of what took me aback was. The two the old folk jumping off the cliff, especially. Obviously, you seen the head came in from a distance, but you could tell what happened. But it was when you seen that leg pointing out at a fucking completely different wrong angle. I was like, I had to actually hold my hand up in front of my eyes at that point. I just couldn't watch it. And I was like, the what? That's the first time I've seen I had a horror film do that to me in a long time, especially one <laughs> of these new generational ones. However, after that, it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. Like, for me, I felt like. They skimmed over, even, obviously, there was some filler stuff in it that needed to be there, like the whole the thesis of whole that added nothing to it. Um, but, I, so when they, obviously, were sacrificed, I wish you'd seen maybe more of the sacrificing of the other uh, folk that were there, because I, I felt like that was rushed, just so they could squeeze in so much more of this weird shit at the end. More dancing. Aye. Like, obviously, that Will Poulter goes gets dragged away with that last thing. Next thing you know, he come back, he's got some sort of mad, weird face watching his pal get his head caved in in that temple. Like, the, the explanation that the the other guy, the, one, the boy that was in England with the dungarees last year, he just disappears. He didn't, next thing you know, he's a bed for chicks with flowers in his eyes. Aye. Like, it's like the, um, is that his lungs beating at the back of him? Aye. Like, I creeped me out about that one that scene the most was the guy Christian's walked in and seen him knows exactly who it is mm-hmm. it, like it's a very distinctive guy you know who that's your pal why did they have to go underneath him and go so close up to his face to get the clarification that he was looking for I know that just threw me I was like what the fuck and then he got the then it was like watching um, some of the WWE blew the smoke in his face and then he's knocked out. <laughs> We're looking for the, the credits. Is Vince McMahon being involved in this? Vince <laughs> McMahon's been involved in a lot. <laughs> uh, well, even Vince McMahon would make this look creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Hunter, let's, let's bring, uh, stop you there around and bring Burnsy in. Um, again, I'm going to assume this is a first time watch Burnsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Well done. <laughs> one for one so far. I thought if we used to start off with it, I picked the, these two together, considering we had two really light-hearted and sort of fun ones this week. <laughs> I didn't realise this, obviously, when I picked them originally, otherwise we could have spaced them out. Well, to be fair, let's just recall, you, you picked your two favourites out of the four partners first. I didn't say that. I said it was my favourite films. No, it was the favourites. It was that's the way it was. Lauren, I already felt Lauren. She was grateful. 
<laughs> I know. I think you said after it, she was really happy with my score as well. In fact, I scored them both higher than both the girlfriends did the last time as well. So you did. That's um, but I, I wasn't what I was expecting because obviously when I saw it as a horror, I was like, it didn't didn't find any parts scarier. That obviously it was just bizarre and weird and strange more than anything. Um, to pick up on, I think it was Kyle's point about why they didn't leave Elle on the movie. I just put that down to how, obviously, the boyfriend he was doing their fe- his thesis on it, and so was one of his pals. And obviously, at that point, the girlfriend was just she was just going on with whatever he was saying. So I just put it down to that. But I get what you were saying for that point. Um, as you've sort of spoke about, as Danny, I thought was the actress that played Danny was really good. The rest of them were okay. There wasn't anyone that it stood out for me. Um, and I did think that the film was sort of based on just loosely based on obviously the toxic relationship between Danny and Christian because he was just an absolute wank for the very start I thought in terms of our families all died and that and he's like as if he's been forced to comfort her doesn't he want her on the holiday and he's like telling his pals like oh go and say that we asked her that you wanted her to come and all this stuff it was just everyone was based on lies. It was if he was trying to like gaslight her. That was the part I picked up. Do you know what? It's interesting you say that. It actually feels like I've watched like it's two separate movies there because that see that first part where they're in America and they're like planning mm-hmm. the trip and she's obviously having like huge issues with her family and there's loads of problems there. That was that was really interesting. Like I thought that they could have had a lot more to that. Um, a lot less dancing. Now that obviously our family died, though, there's only so far they could go. If they built it up maybe longer, um, and he was sort of, our boyfriend was even like making her doubt what her, like she's saying, oh, she's always like, I just forget about it and move on. And was another son about a party or something as well. And he was, another night that, or the night after that all of them had died, and he was wanting to go to a party and stuff. It was just, uh, like, I'm just going to go for 45 minutes. <laughs> he just said, I thought that was the night after. Well, it didn't say in about three weeks after. It was as if it was still in turmoil at that stage. And he's like, I'm going out for a party. Mm. Um, that's what I picked up anyway. But uh, the, suicides, the, the two suicides were revolting. But it was that revolting. It was kind of when they came up with the hammer, I actually found it amusing. Because it was like, why are you going this far? And why does it have to be off an absolute huge cliff? You know what I mean? It was also <laughs> just taking it to extremes. Um <clears throat> Similar to Sean, though, is like I didn't have any issue sticking with it. It was, it did, it did uh, draw you into it, and it was, it was really weird. I think because obviously it had been up in the votes that many times, I was expecting it to be out like something that was going to blow me away. But it was definitely something that was fairly random but enjoyable at the same time but I won't um I won't be going back to watch it again though. Um I don't think there's that much I'd be interested in picking up but uh, it was it was fairly fairly interesting. I think oh he's have sort of covered the points well and then the bit of the bit that I found the weirdest was like you say when um Danny's boyfriends with that younger lass and all of them are sort of humming beside it and everything and that and all of them are naked it was just <laughs> That, that wife, that that wife man, didn't hold his face. Oh, oh, it was just. And then I feel like leans what... back, and she's like, "I can feel the baby inside me." Oh, <laughs> I, I don't. 
the bit I get with some of the, when you see things like that, I'm thinking, how how does somebody come up with this and think, you know what, this is what scene we're going to do for a film? Yeah. It's like how does some people's minds think we're going to have all these people naked, our pals, and also humming beside it, and then obviously some of the things that were saying to each other. What age was this last thing meant to be as well? Was she meant to have been? I'm assuming she was meant to be of age. Well, she had a pants license, so she, I don't know what that actually means. <laughs> <laughs> I think from what I picked up, she would. I think whatever she was at the end of her spring, so becoming summer. So what was that? Eighteen, right? Okay. Years each cycle. I'm assuming. So she'd have been eighteen. I think. I think the whole oh. idea is that they, as soon as they get to their summer, and that's why they do it at midsummer. Right. So she's in the summer of her life. I can't believe I'm trying to explain this. It sounds so stupid when I'm saying it. Well, I just uh, in that route, but. Because she looked that young, that's why I questioned. Uh, like they obviously portrayed her to look. She may, the actress may have been mid twenties or something, but obviously they made her face look as if she could be like sixteen or younger. Basically, the way it was looked, that's why I mean, we question it in terms of what route was the film going down. And because of how bizarre it was, it wouldn't have surprised me if that was like an extra, an extra part. And then on the in the end, and as I was quite glad that that weird, creepy. Annoying boyfriend got killed because he was yeah. very annoying. And then I think obviously her smell at the end was more to show that I picked up was that, that although she just finally realised what he's like, he does, he's never probably cared about her. And although I don't know if she's fully invested in this cult, but she's like, I can actually have trust these strangers more than this this person who she's been in love with and he's maybe just played her the full time. Very well put, Ponzi. Thanks. Check you. Well, just a little note on um, the the midsummer conceptions. It says here the strange mating ritual in the movie has very little to do with actual midsummer celebrations in Sweden. It is, however, a fact that nine out of the ten most common birthday dates in Sweden are all during April, which is nine months after the midsummer of July. Ah, uh, shagging festival. <laughs> Basically, it's just a big shagging festival at Fogoti. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this, right? See if this was called Midwinter and it was pitch black instead of daylight all the time. I know how, because usually we're saying it wasn't scary, right? I think the reason it wasn't scary is because it was bright daylight constantly. So, it's like, see the scene where the guy was hanging up, like you said, Kyle, and he walks right up to his face underneath him. Imagine that was like by candlelight. Yeah. Yeah. The so, thing is, I think it's it's a different type of scary. Like, I think if you were to be in that scenario and all these folk are dressed a certain way and they're all doing big massive circle dances and they're all congregating together, like it is, it's a bit creepy. Like, definitely creepy. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like uh, the bonus fair day. Hi. <laughs> I actually wrote that dinner, forgot to mention it. We had we had a fair day recently. Um there was, I was gonna ask you how it was. Was it any some was there any similarity? Oh, any rituals? <laughs> oh <laughs> the, 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 the annual fucking cult here in Bores. Um and I I, I slag off Sarah for this for the Lonlithgow side of it. Have you guys ever heard of Lonlithgow's Torch Festival? <laughs> no. No. Well, once a year, the residents of Linlithgow walk from one end of Linlithgow to the other carrying torches. So it's like basically an orange walk, really. Fire on a stick. And there's like 
shows and all that in the street and there's fucking fuck it with a candy floss and all that as all these folk walk down the street carrying sticks with fire on it. That's, uh, I'm sorry, but that's still better than folk making the house look like Hogwarts. Well, Beauty and the Beast <laughs> this year, so they've still got them up now in the street, but the night of... So funny. Um, I've saw a big, <laughs> a large amount of people trying to sell uh, these sort of things on Facebook. It's like... Who wants that? Do you want to turn your house into a castle from the outside? Like, what the fuck? Well, from where I live, there's maybe about, within the same street, three or four of them all got their houses all done. Um, and the street was heaving, had to close off the street. Um, the, there was police around making sure that people could move the cars. They had a band, a marching band came through the streets. Um, this is all the night before the fair day, called Fairine. I'm getting in with the lingo. But then the the family along the street that had a huge one right up their townhouse, absolutely massive. They they had like stalls out with like burgers and drink, and you could just help yourself to it as you were walking around. That sounds alright. Just oh. <laughs> you, you have to picture as well, like there's guys here dressed in suits. There's women in ball gowns. Oh, and you got it with your pants on. <laughs> I, went out, I, went with a, I went out with a t-shirt and a pair of shorts on with a dog and poppy and took a walk around. It was just, it's so, it, honestly, it's so weird to watch how much people invest into this. And for those listening that have never seen anything like this, people will remortgage their house to put something on their building. And what's crazy about the things like the selection process of who becomes queen and all this kind of stuff is kids in the school decide who gets a part of this. So you just get told your son's going to be X in this, in this. You need to put on a big show at your house. It's going to cost you 30 grand. <laughs> you know what's funny, right? I started this off by saying, I bet gullible Americans think Europe's actually like this. And it turns out it is. Like, even, like <laughs> we've got these fucking weird, fucking stupid festivals. Oh, I used, to, I used to think Caitlin Manor's day was cool when they all had the floats made up in the vans and would drive around the streets. <laughs> it's all weird. It's all fucking weird. Gala days. Uh-huh. It's the only a Scottish folk that have gala days and that. Like, I don't think anywhere else have, have stuff like that. Just random day of the year where you celebrate the way town. But the schools get switched. Like, the schools are off and everything for this. It's, you can you kind of take your way in, out on holiday during the school year, but it can t- turn it off to have a fair day. <laughs> Creepy. Really, we've spoken too much about the bonus fair here. Alright, creepy yeah. weirdo <laughs> bastards. A lot of them. Let's get Ella's thoughts though on the movie oh, yeah. that you picked for her. So I've not read this yet. Hold on. Oh. If my boyfriend cheated on me, I would also want him to burn in hell and I would settle for uh, setting his belongings on fire though. Uh, setting him alight inside a real bear seems a little bit extreme. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> However, if we had saw more of her losing her mind and her sanity in the cult, I think it would have seemed a lot more believable. Um, so not enough about the main lassie losing mm-hmm. her mind. Uh, I'd love to say a lot more, but Daniel gave me four minutes notice to give this review. I might put him inside a bear suit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should have a message for you there, Daniel, in that. That's the, that, I feel like that full review wasn't a review. It was actually just uh, a warning to me to give oh, a more notice. <laughs> I uh, just uh, when I open when you're sleeping beside her, Daniel, she's going to cut you at some point. She might just put your clothes on fire, though, so you might be all right. It could, I, uh, it's clothes on fire or getting put inside yeah. a bear. 
Right, so once you put your clothes on fire, so I've got this bare fancy dress costume for you to wear. That's when you start getting worried. Well, let's start off again. Ella's score for the movie. In the four minutes prep time that you gave her, did you get a score from her? Yes. Ella's given me a three out of five. A now, three out of five. In this four minutes notice, I told her at the time, you'll need to send me a review. I just put the reminder until four minutes before. Well, let's be honest. You didn't actually even let her pick a movie, so... Not the third fucking movie. No chance. <laughs> Ella, we're not believing that you picked this. Daniel, what's your score then? Are you going to match up with your better half? Uh, I enjoyed this a little bit more. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Sean? Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. 2.5. Hunter? 2.5 for me as well. 2.5. Bunsy? 2.5 for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nearly I feel house in that because I'm also giving it a 2.5 <laughs> Bonzi I'll give you a little bit of extra time to work at the maths here because you've got six scores to deal with this week that's a 2.75 at 2.75 see when I slag you off and I'm like oh you, you'll need time to work out where it is I always forget to get myself to the point where roughly it's going to be on the, on the leaderboard so I can then have that so I need to stall for time it's going to that means 2.5. You made it easy for me this week. So 2.5 for um, Midsummer. It puts it alongside another incredibly weird movie, Drive. No, 2.75 uh, it got. Oh, two, do you know what? I've wrote 2.75 down. I'm, I'm saying 2.5. Uh, 2.75 puts it absolutely bang on beside another ancestral movie, Back to the Future. <laughs> How weird is that, isn't it? We must have a incest is in the, the middle ground for us guys. It is weird how often incest comes up in these films we watch. Like, what is this about? Because there was, de- <laughs> there was definite incest in this movie. It's not just mm-hmm. us, like, <laughs> thinking that incest was a theme of the movie. Well, before we move on to the next movie, I had a question for you guys. Um this is basically, I'd seen this on Twitter, and it's also something that's come up to me recently a lot in regards to a recent movie. But what is the biggest movie that you haven't seen that shocks people when you tell them you've not seen it? So, Burnsy, this is every movie. For, this is basically your life for the last 10 years up until now. But the reason it comes up is a topical one is Top Gun. The new Top Gun is in the cinema at the moment. I've not seen the original and when I tell people that I've not seen Top Gun, I get that completely disappointed look in their face as soon as I tell them. So I wanted to know your guys' movie that people judge you when you've not seen it. Um, it used to be Back to the Future, but I've seen that now. I'll need to have a think. Anybody else can jump in, guys? Yeah. See, like, remember... Sean had never seen Shawshank before this. So that's usually a big one. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say there. Uh, but you've uh, seen it now. Probably The Green Mile is the first one that comes to heed. Or, no, the, the, the Godfather 2. Well, I can get that for you. You didn't like The Godfather. <laughs> that. So I'm, I'm that's not YouTube, but most people, most people like The Godfather, so they want to watch the second one. That's maybe what surprises folks. Uh, I don't know, it's a hard one to answer. I'd, I'd, I'd probably say, uh, The Godfather 2 or, or Green Mile. I've not seen either. 
I guess mine would probably be Schindler's List, I think. But you've seen that. Or well, one I've not seen, well, I don't know, you tell me. What f- <laughs> oh, any good film we- <laughs> anything that we've not watched is what I've not seen. Everything that's known that's last. That's what I was meaning more one that I've not I hadn't watched before we started that would probably surprise people. Ah, okay. Because I had to reword the question to suit myself. I've not seen any of the Lord of the Rings at all. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. You were so nearly watching them this week, though. You were so nearly. So <laughs> close. Hunter, any, any, anything for you that jumps out that people say? I can't think. Again, probably like similar to Bumsy. I've not watched any of the Lord of the Rings. It just didn't interest me. So I've tried them, but like, I've no, never completed one. So because I've not completed one, I've not bothered with the rest. But the other one that kind of maybe even shocks myself that I've not seen is Casino, considering I love taking the kind of movies I've never seen. Wow. Wow. There we go. That's the reaction I was looking for. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked by that. That's actually shocked me. I used to confidently say to people that I thought Casino was my favourite ever movie. It's a good movie, like. We should probably watch it soon. For a long time, that was up there as my... But I, Probably even go so far to maybe put it in my top ten. Awfully good movie. No, no, no other take of Sean. Any thoughts, Daniel? Did you think of anything else? Yeah, I've never watched um, a full Indiana Jones movie. I've only really seen bits, clips, and stuff. I've never seen Indiana Jones. Doesn't he incest me? I think I watched it as a child, but I've never, never watched it as a, an adult. I've never seen Alien. I've not seen any of the new Star Wars. Alien. Alien. Yeah, is that a film? Ah, yeah. I've not seen it. Oh, what? Alien yeah. is incredible. I've seen I... the one with Adrian Brody. Oh, which fucking, I've seen that. I've not seen the, the original Army one. I've also not seen. That's Predator. Uh, that's Predator. What, what's Alien? I, I, that's right. I've, I've not seen Predator. I, I've not seen Alien or Predator. Pred- I get mixed up with the two all the time. No, I have seen they Predator. are in the same universe, so I'll give you that. I have, yeah. I have seen Predator. Wait, what? Have you seen Predator or no seen Predator? <laughs> uh, I think I have. You've seen Adrian Brody's Predator? No, I've definitely seen that, but I think I've seen Arnie's one. See, that's, I get the two films mixed up all the time because it's two beasts. You've not <laughs> seen Alien then? I've definitely not seen Alien, no. Right. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, man. Alien is absolutely epic. No more hang at all. My choices are if I get in the wheel again, it's going to be Alien and Predator. That's decided. What about Alien <laughs> versus Predator? So you've got two birds, one stone. Sean, I'll no. come on and start talking about Predator from a review need uh, Alien instead. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to watch the Alien Predator like universe in chronological order recently, and it starts off with like those mid movies, like see in between the the originals and the ones that have had bigger budgets on them. See like your 2006 to 2007 low budget like Alien Predator movies. It starts there and it was just torture, man, watching it. Oh. I think I got halfway through the second film and I was like, I'm just not going to bother with this. Funnily enough, there's a new Predator movie coming out that looks good. The tra- I saw the trailer uh, when we'd see Thor. Um, and it's set back in like caveman times and the predator comes and it's like looks good I feel like I read this who's going to be in that I'm not sure I can't remember 
I got too excited and talking when I forgot everything else that happened. <laughs> well, listen, let's move on to the, the, the next movie that we did have. Where Laura had decided to um, select In Bruges, which is a film that I feel like I have watched previously, but I had no recollection of it whatsoever. But a guilt-stricken guilt after a job gone wrong, Hitman Ray and his partner await orders from their ruthless boss in Bruges, Belgium, the last place in the world Ray wants to be. Hunter, we'll come to you first for your thoughts. Right, so this was the first time I'd watched it in a few years and I fairly enjoyed this. I think it's class. I mean, there's no beat about the Bruce Collard family is the best thing in this film by a country mile. Just... Just some of his mannerisms, like I was watching it with last night, and she was saying he's just like a big Wayne, and that's what he is. Just like some of some of the way he talks and asks. Obviously, obviously the bit when he sees the dwarf walking across this, the sort of the what do you call it, the promenade or the town square centre, or whatever, and he's like waving at him, and he doesn't wave back. He's like, "Little fucking cunt." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of so. Although obviously you kind of go, it's not. It is very British in its humour that's in it, and I think that's kind of why it hits home. We kind of like, and there's a good, a few good rib tickling moments in it. I mean, it did kind of run away. But I mean, who is it? The guy that was playing Harry. Oh, I forget his name. Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. I, <laughs> I just could be talking. I mean, did that sort of proper sort of. London gangster accent, like I mean, they've just done it. The only thing he was missing was a wee bit of rhyming song, and he could have had Danny Dyer playing that role, just the way he was taught. <laughs> but it was just kind of like everything just all sort of fitted in. I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, it's not going to win any awards. I mean, I do the chemistry between Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell. I mean, they're like total chalk and cheese. You wonder like how they ever became associates in the first place. And um, obviously, it kind of builds up, but it does have that sort of nice wee twist at the end where he sort of Brendan Gleeson sort of sacrifices himself so he can save Colin Farrell's life and kind of obviously there was a, there was a love and a friendship there even though 20 minutes before he in the film he was ready for shooting him when he was sitting on that park bench which but is also a good really now. weird scene it was a, that, that, that scene was a really really for me it was a weird one eh? it was like you've you've stopped the guy that you're going to kill from killing himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you felt sorry now that you'll let him go because he's going to kill himself. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. I know, it I, I was weird in the sense, but it kind of it was like maybe seeing him with a gun against his own hand realised, obviously he's just following orders, he's thinking about protecting his own life at that point, maybe. But then maybe seeing him with a gun against the head makes him realise what he's actually going to do. It's like, oh shit, we'll take a step back here and actually reevaluate the situation. But I mean it's so weird how they they've basically gone from both trying to kill Colin Farrell's character to then they're sitting in some wee hut in a park talking life over. Mm. But so listen, it's just it is it's fairly enjoyable. Highly recommend it. Like it's a very easy watch. Um, there's nothing too overcomplicated with it and that's, I mean, that's it. It's a good watch. Can't say nothing more about it. There we go. We're going to keep going with the order that we had previously, but in a different way. Bunsy, you come in next. And let us know your first ever watch of this again, I'm assuming. Yeah, it was. Two for two this week. Two for two. Um, I was pretty surprised about this. I've not really got that much to say, I don't think. But um, I thought Colin Farrell was class. Um, the relationship, the, sort of, the friendship they had with 
between Ray and Ken's characters, you could see the sort of warmth between them and how obviously Ken was completely torn about thinking I'm going to have to kill him because otherwise I'm dead. But he was obviously that torn about doing it. Um, the addition of like the dwarf in the film, I thought that allowed it to have quite a lot of comedy moments with like they're, when they're taking the cocaine with the prostitutes and talking about the talking about a war between blacks and whites and stuff like that. Like, and then just seeing how they reacted to it all, I thought that was if it didn't have them and the woman who he was sort of I can't remember what the woman's name was that started with a C I think Chloe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um I think obviously because it had the sort they were able to sort of build a bit of comedy to it with those scenes it definitely helped otherwise it might have been a bit too serious. And I think Colin Farrell's character as well you could sort of see how you know although he was this um, Hitman, as he was obviously like really upset about what had happened in the past or how he killed the child by mistake. And so, you, although he gave off this personality as if he, he could do nothing wrong, he was like this big shot to an extent. As you did see sort of in, his feelings on the inside too. Um, only f- the bit I thought was quite ridiculous was like when Ken falls for the top of the square and then he's still. I don't know how high it was. However many people it was. And he's still he's still alive to that point that he can tell um Ray, by the way, you better you better shoot. Here's my gun. Yeah, we just needed four folk to come up and cave his head in with a big mallet. That's what it was. Exactly what I was doing with that. It was, if, it was as if the director for those those scenes has been the same person in both films. That they thought somebody could survive that. Um but I it was it was enjoyable. Again, it's not something I would go back to again because I think it's not something you would maybe pick up from. But I was pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed it. And it was similar to the last, the previous film in terms of I didn't feel myself uh, switching off from it at all. It was it was good enough that you were constantly wondering what was happening next. Um, I wasn't that fussed about the sort of chase at the end. How he was like in the hotel, etc. That didn't really land for me that well, but I it was enjoyable. Fair play, fair play. I uh, I struggled to understand what genre this movie was coming into. Like, yeah, was it a was it a comedy? Was it a black comedy? Was it drama? Was it a thriller? Like, I feel like it's tried to dabble in all of them, but not really hit home in any of them. I had a couple of cheap laughs at Colin Farrell I'm not a fan of watching Colin Farrell I, like, even even in like phone booth or something like that I, I was never a really a big fan of him um, I, didn't, I don't find him overly funny the only kind of scene that I did have a good chuckle at was when the American fat family were mm-hmm. he was having a go at them and like oh, yeah. when, he was, when the big fella tried to catch him I thought that was funny um, but I found that uh, even funnier that they continued the joke with Ken. So when mm-hmm, Ken yeah. seen them, as well, he then made another comment. That part was funnier because it was longer mm-hmm. uh, and, and like it, it tied in. Um, I don't know. I just I felt like Colin Farrell's character was just a. Obviously, I understand that he's he's guilt ridden from what he's done, but he's an arsehole. He's a mopey faced arsehole that was really unlikable. Um, I don't know. It was just. 
I, I think this is one of these movies where it's like quite quirky and it's drawn in with quite good characters in it. And Colin Farrell was at the, probably the height of his career at that point, um, which makes this a maybe a bit more popular or a bit more well regarded than what it is. It just this wasn't for me. I found this a lot harder to watch in midsummer. So there's some thoughts. Daniel, take it away with yours. I didn't expect that, first of all. Um, I'm going to disagree on Colin Farrell. I think Colin Farrell is quite underrated. Um, he's been in a lot of shite, which doesn't help. So, I mean, uh, he's made some bad movie choices, but I think when he, he picks a good movie, that he does well. Um, I quite enjoyed this. I found myself, my score in my mind going up and up as I've watched the movie. Um, the first maybe 20 minutes I was kind of know all that drawn in by it and then I just sort of found myself slowly getting involved in the story and time just started going by really quickly so I was enjoying it and then a bit like Burnsy, my thoughts are a bit of a mismatch all three of you because with Burnsy at the end and it, it sort of fell apart for me a wee bit at the end um, I almost I quite liked when they got to the hotel and he was upstairs and the other one was downstairs but from the moment where they said, like, I'm going to jump in the canal and yeah. you go check him in the corner, um, and he was running through the streets shooting and running and all that, it, it's, it, I don't know, I kind of lost it at that point because early on they were trying to be discreet by going up to the tower to have their, whatever they were mm-hmm. going to do. Now he's just running through the middle of the city shooting his gun randomly. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> But um, overall, so I really enjoyed it. So my score went up and up and up, and then at the end, of it came down a wee bit. But I did, I really enjoyed Colin Farrell's sort of pattern because it, it was kind of a, a believable dickhead. Like everyone, mm-hmm. he's like a mate everyone's got, right? See if he's your mate, you stand up for him, even though you know he's a dick. Do you know what I mean? Like you know that you wouldn't take him to certain situations, you wouldn't take him to certain parties because you know he'd be too much of a dick and then would annoy everybody. We've all got mates like that, and he seems like a really believable sort of character. Um, he tries to keep up the sort of bravado, but he's guilted and all this sort of shit. But I, no, sure, I really enjoyed it. I'm sure the people listening have got mates like that, but we don't have mates like that, guys, because we're all sound as fuck. That's when you worry if you don't think you're that. If you don't think oh, I've not got a mate like that, then you're that mate. Is that me? Am I, am I that guy? Uh, you're the guy. <laughs> Oh, I'm I, 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 I mean judo chopping your tail like Colin Farrell so maybe it is well, <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the music in this just for the very start I don't know what it was about it it, it seemed to it tie in with every scene that was going on throughout it and I, it made me want did it make you want to go to Bruges? No I, I'd go back to Belgium in a heartbeat I love it earlier Brussels is nice it is good beer uh, yeah. I've been to most places in Europe, but I've not been to Belgium. I've gone past it, I've gone through it in a train. Counts? Ah, that counts. That counts. Sean? Uh, I, I've seen this before. Uh, I was glad when it was picked as well, because uh, I was expecting uh, true romance, because obviously it's been mentioned so many times. So, uh, I've I wonder what his missus actually picked. Daniel, never mind. <laughs> Aye, so obviously, I, I think... Hunter even said that Laura's a bit kind of worried now that it's been built up that much that we might absolutely shit on it. Uh, but I, I I like this as well. I think it's such an easy watch and I think Colin Farrell's amazing. <laughs> I really like Colin Farrell. 
I don't know if any of you have seen the gentleman, but he's also really good in that as well. A completely different character for this, but uh, I watched that recently. And, I see, yeah. I see on my Instagram there's one scene for the gentleman aye, ev- and, uh, every day. Aye, with mm-hmm. the uh, we'll call them Neds because that's what they are. We, aye, and it makes me want to watch it because it's a really good scene. Uh, it's a good film. I would say it's good, aye. Uh, but I, I just think this is such an easy watch. I think him and the is it Brendan Gleeson? That's his name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was touted to look like. Aye, that was yeah. guys. Uh, they just worked really, really well on camera. They were absolutely brilliant. I loved Harry. I thought he was class. Just your typical fucking gangster prick. But like, just like you would kind of be scared of him though, because he just is a bit mental. But he's like not scary to look at. Like he's not intimidating to look at. Like going by like when they were trying to get up the up up the tower and that guy's like we're shut and he's like poking his forehead and all that he's just standing there I was pushing myself with that but but I don't know what I'm trying to say I'm getting all fucking mixed up in the world tonight uh, <laughs> but I I just find that an easy watch like when I enjoy a film I, I don't really know what to say on it I, I wish I didn't like it so I could say more about it I seem to say more about stuff that I don't like than I do like but no I, I do like this I can understand why it kind of lost its way at the end a wee bit like when he was running down the alleyway and he's and he's trying to shoot him and he's literally like about fifteen yards behind him and he can't put a bullet in him. But when he's on a boat and he's at about fucking I don't know two hundred yards away from him, he manages to hit him three times or whatever. I think that a wee bit silly, but again that kind of stuff happens in films all the time. Uh, but it never really kind of lost me that much at the end. It, it was what it was. Just had a wee chase through the through the streets. Uh, him jump off the clock tower to. To warn them about him coming, he obviously knew he was going to survive. It would have been a bit sh- kind of hangy if he died. It would have been totally pointless. But nah, I, I enjoyed it. I would definitely watch it again. Twice I've seen it now. I'm Good also one one of my favourite parts of the film is where he shoots the uh, the blanket in the boy's eye. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like that. That's yeah. quite a good scene because there's obviously like a a setup that they've had. To, to, to take advantage of him, but because he has, he, he is like a, an assassin and he's confident and he can defend himself. Um, I quite like how he dealt with that scenario, but he dealt with it in a bit of banter as well. Like he was embarrassed for the guy that was trying to rob him, which I thought was quite cool. Because yeah. it is one of those situations where that could be realistic. Like if you've, if, if somebody's tried to do that to somebody who can deal with that situation, they'll find that funny. Do you know what else was good well, as well? And it kind of fit in with his kind of ignorant character when he was in the restaurant and he had the argument with the couple and he, he points both of them, the, the boy and the woman, and then later on when he's in the train and he gets lifted, he was basically calling them stupid yanks. And then the boy comes up and goes, did, did you punch Canadian? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, punch Canadian? And then obviously it's the fucking, it turns out they're Canadian and he just sits and goes, ah, Canadian. But again, it just shows that kind of ignorance to the actual character that he is, because he's got an ignorant guy, but he's a lovable ignorant guy, I think. Aye, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. The thing is, and I think there's a theme to what Kyle was saying as well, it's not just that scene, there's loads of scenes where, like you mentioned Brendan Gleeson going up with a gun, he's about to shoot him, but then they end up like being pally. Like every bad thing that happens, like it's almost like Colin Farrell's character is apologising for it or not wanting it. And even right at the very end, it carries on. Because when your main guy, Harry, was about to shoot himself in the mouth, and he, even though he was trying to kill Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell was trying to tell him the truth and tell him not to do it. 
because he was trying to say he's a midget, it was a dwarf instead of a wee boy. Because that's why he shot himself, he thought it was a wee boy. Yeah. yeah. You laugh at me because I, I, I don't know what the, what, <laughs> what, what's the name of the day. Little slip there, Daniel. <laughs> because we've got an episode named We're Midgets in it. So. <laughs> your name's, is your name not attached to that title as well? Ah, but who fucking likes the title? Some arsehole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that dodgy pal that you wouldn't take to any parties. Cheers, guys. <laughs> That's why I'm so lonely. You want to go anyway? Okay, fuck that. I don't know why I socialise with you, bums. That's fair. You live in nowhere. That's why you're fucking mild way for everything. I live in midsummer Sweden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll invite you guys over when, when the, the next. Fucking, I didn't know what the event's called, but when they're walking with me, they're sticks of fire and they're left going, I'm waiting over to walk by us. so you can sacrifice yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm not pumping money, you see, so you'll be getting sacrificed. <laughs> I wouldn't be, be pumping these again. So, what did uh, Laura have to say about this one? Uh, so, again, similar to Ella, so I text her about half six and says, I'm going to need a wee review. <laughs> <laughs> the night, and she went, "Oh, what? This is very on the spot. What you've got to do? Come do." <laughs> so she sent text me back, and this put, uh, "Okay, a very different kind of film for me to enjoy. You get dark humour and seriousness both at the same time. The funny bits are funny, even funnier, and the serious bits really get you thinking." It's Colin Farrell at his best. And then she asked, "Do you need more?" But I said, "No, that's fine because I was the water bottom. So we'll go with it." <laughs> <laughs> did she manage to give you a score? She did, yes. Go so for it. That score is, it was originally a 3.75, but then, uh, spoiler alert, that was going to be my score. So she's upped it back to what she would have scored that just based on the one viewing she had previously, which is a four. So let's get it straight. So the you've, said, you've said... <laughs> I'm going to score at this, and she's went, fuck you, I'm going to go one better than you. No, because she went, oh, no, we can't even do the same, because everyone will think we've just confirmed scores. But she have anyway. Hunter, anyway. Well, Hunter, I feel like this is like a, a, a real flex in your relationship, where she's went, I'm a wee bit ahead of you. Right, that's it. Yep, definitely. I really like that her solution to confirming scores. We don't want to confirm the scores, so let's confirm the scores to make sure... <laughs> Or confirming the scores. She did have it scored at a four before we rewatched it, and then she went to three point seven five. But she went, "No, you go back to the four because you." I appreciate it. how seriously she's taken this. To be honest, yeah. she's yeah. actually given this so much more thought than any one of us five. Oh, ever. definitely. <laughs> yeah, because she's panicked about having an hour to think about what she's going to say. I don't think about what I'm going to say until we hit record. I know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I. I think on the spot. I watch, I, it's I, it's I watch a movie and it shuts off and I forget about it until we start talking. <laughs> Sometimes I forget about it when we are talking and then once we're finished, then I, then I think, oh shit, I forgot to talk about that every time. <laughs> Fair point. Well, let's carry on with the scores. Hunter, you said a 3.75, didn't you? Yeah. Go on, just, just one upper, one upper. She's going to <laughs> say, Laura, do you know what? I'm better than you. 4.25. Go for it. I dare you. No, 3.75. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I tried. I did try. Burns it. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to give it a three. A three. Daniel? Uh, I'm the same as Hunter. I'm a 3.75. Oh, shot Dunter's back. <laughs> Sean? Uh, a 3.75 as well for me. I was going to give it a four, but... <laughs> sure, what's the score the same as the rest of us? So. We have to make sure that he's just a little bit below Laura. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Laura, fuck you. I'm going to half your score and give it a two. Oh, oh Jesus. It just was not for me. I, I, I maybe need to re watch it again. Um, I watched it on a flight as well. And then, I don't know. I, I, it had my, it's one of the few films that has my full attention at all times. And it was there for me. Uh, a second watch will help that. Yeah, I think you either like this or you don't. Well, I won't watch it a second time then. Ah, wasted on you. Yeah. <laughs> there's no dragons or lightsabers. <laughs> As a, there's, there's no car chases either. That's a 3.38 overall. Take your time there, Bunsy. Was that because we had six people rather than five? No, it's because you wouldn't let me speak. I have to interrupt him. We sat there in silence waiting for you. <laughs> I knew that at that stage. A 3.38, did you say? Yeah. A 3.38 puts this just behind a Bunsy favourite of Silver Linings Playbook. Oh. And just in front of some amazing movies that are here are way down here in the 50s Battle Royale Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 10 Things I Hate About You this movie will be coming in at number 53 on our list so we've got In Bruges coming in at 53 and Midsummer coming in at 83 I feel like that's quite low for Midsummer. everyone spoke quite highly of it then just scored it shit but I, I wonder if it, it's just one of those films that after you you have to you do have to watch it two or three times because I sat there in disbelief when the, the, they folk died and I didn't, I didn't know what happened for the next 20 minutes after that. I think if you rewatched it, you would definitely be under the influence of hallucinogenics to properly take in where you've seen all the trees and plants all breathing and that when they were sitting there. I definitely understand the difference between our viewing experiences now. <laughs> Because we were all sober, Daniel. This is why I understood it. It all made sense to me. Well, as a, the only good boy in this group who doesn't dabble in anything at all, uh, that won't be for me. I don't know, man. I, I fucking as clean as they come. <laughs> uh, you, can't, you can't be a basketball star and be on anything. Oh, speaking of basketball stars, here's a movie for you to watch, guys. Has anybody watched Adam Sandler's Hustle? No, no. But I was thinking about it would be good for this. I I watched it two nights ago. It's incredible. Absolutely. Well, so you're just putting a pixie there after watching our film. Uh, no, you're getting my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we can still change my picks right now. It's not being announced. I'll put them out there and change them right this second. It's up to you. It's your picks. Aye. You want to watch two Lord of the Ring movies back to back? Not particularly enough. <laughs> well, if you do get the chance, guys, watch Hustle. It was very, very, very good. Um, before we go on to spin a wheel and find out what the category is for next week, we do have my picks. Uh, I did share them in the chat after much uh, 
trying trying to get a rise out of you when I was bored at the airport to board my flight. Nobody was taking the bite for me to turn around and say that we were going to have once upon a time in America. I had the screenshot ready and everything, guys. It was sitting there on my phone. Mm-hmm. I laid the bait out there and then you fucking called called me out on it. So I had to go quiet. <laughs> but we are the two movies that we're going to watch is one is Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar has been on my mind for about a month now of wanting to go back and watch this. Uh, watch this movie so I'm going to make you all watch it with me and then an absolute classic movie which I'm I'm going to say right now is going to be top five we're going to have one flute over the cuckoo's nest I think you're being ambitious with that today oh come on you've got the you've got the one of the best villains of any movie ever I've got a one flew over the cuckoo's nest story for next week to go along with the movie. There we go. Look, we're already on the ball with this. So, Interstellar and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Guys, can you see my screen now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The most exciting part of the week, we're getting to spin the wheel. Um, Sean, your name's still not on there, so haha, you don't get any more picks. Guys, any categories jumping out to you that you want to have, apart from your own name, obviously? Uh, trend on Netflix. Trend on Netflix, we can have hustle. Perfect. Just for something different. Uh, it could also be in sports like movies, too. So. Sports that's movies. I, too. <laughs> I would like a trilogy. I feel like that's been there for ages and we keep teasing it and we've not done one yet. I, oh, we could do a Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yes. <laughs> what I would love, and I don't know why, but I really want westerns. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I westerns, but there's some good ones. There could be there's some good ones. I'd prefer that like, removed for the wheel, to be honest. Sean, have you got any preference? Uh Bunsey. <laughs> Just one Bunsey to pick movies. <laughs> well <laughs> the, the wheel can be spinning around. Let's get our fingers crossed for Westerns. I wouldn't be against trilogies either. Oh, so close. Oh, so close. We seem we always get verses. We do always, guys. I, I, I'd be happy to do another spin because I, I, I'm quite sick of verses. Me too. Fucking boring. Right. Yeah, get it to fuck. Verses is gone. Let's go again. That, that was versus actors for those that are listening that obviously kind of see this. There's been um, a lot of versus actresses now. Versus. Oh, let's spin it again. <laughs> versus Right, let's just get Versus Directors out of there as well. So Versus Directors is what it landed on, which we also don't want. Um, it would be really funny if it landed back on me there, guys. We would have had to wait for me for a second a second week. That's fine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Oh, was that <laughs> <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> Who selected de- TV scheduled movies? Because I don't actually I don't understand what that, that means. means. I think it's I films that are on tape. Films that are on the telly that that week. Okay, okay. So not this week that we're currently in. The week after, it's going to be movies that are on the TV. Uh, do we have any TV channels that we're going to choose? Please be it like E4 or fucking Film Four. Oh, I would imagine it would be anything that's available in Freeview, so that no, well, you it's can do easily it. accessible. You can do it from any time from now on, though, because we because we can just record it, obviously. It's yeah, the same just... films that are on every week anyway. Aye, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they'll definitely be on there uh, somewhere. Hot will be on ITV. I've got to say, this is the worst category like, selection we've ever had. Like, I think this is the worst idea we've ever had. 
Well, how about, idea was it to put it in? <laughs> Daniel, I feel like when you picked this. I think it might have been my idea. I think it's the worst idea ever. I think we should go with get the TV guide up and then we'll take from next week, the seven days of next week, and we'll take the best, we'll take a few movies from there and we'll decide what we're going to watch from it. Right, deal. Another suggestion. We'll just look at what's on film form that week and we'll just run through that. Whose suggestion was it? Hunter put maybe even a TV scheduled film. We take a list of a a selection of films from the TV listings. Oh, it was a suggestion. You never had to put it on the wheel for the man. Daniel, he let you take the fall there as well, didn't he? He's fucking full of light. I knew it was Hunter's idea, and I didn't want him to take the fall because I'm a good, I'm a good dunner. I'm just looking down and thinking I've probably agreed to this being a good idea, but I'm not going to tell you if you because you're not. I think it's a good idea because it's out of our control. Whatever's on. Good point. I think that was my reasoning behind it, and I'll stick with that because it sounds a lot way better than. You were maybe just getting fed up having to pay for movies all the time. I think that's what it was. It was that was part of the reason too, like because we're all oh shit, we pick a film, but oh no, it's no one anything. That's a to be fair. That's quite a good idea if we can find good ones then. I think, is it not only me that gets stung for buying these movies anyway? It's because you oh, always... Everybody seems to have bought something I had to at one point. Mm-hmm. Did we have, wait, what week did we have where we all bought the same movie on different pla- on platforms? I had to buy was... The Lighthouse at £2 and it felt like a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And it, that was your choice, I'm sure, as well, Kyle. Oh, I'll give that to Daniel. Throw that right back to Daniel. That was not was me. Daniel? <laughs> Uh, I've had time to quietly reflect here, and I think I overreacted. It wasn't. It's not actually a bad idea. <laughs> well, guys, we'll, we'll we'll draw an end on the the recording for tonight. Um, like we said, Embrace finishing at fifty three on the list, Midsummer at eighty three, and next week's recording is going to be discussing Interstellar and the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, keep an eye on our Instagram. On the Instagram, you will see the TV scheduled movies that we'll probably pull from the TV guide. Um, to see what shit's on there. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the daytime movies are versus the nighttime movies, uh, and if we can come up with a 16, because that'll be interesting. Oh, there'll be some absolute shite on Channel 5 during the day, New Year's, <laughs> anyway, so there'll be something there. One of what, the fucking it, movies. Watch it be True Romance that's on next week on the fucking <laughs> telly. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, thank you very much for listening to us tonight, guys. Thank you very much for your company as well. And us morons, bid you farewell. Yeah, I've not even got preview. I don't know. I don't have normal telly, mate. So like, I'm literally going to have to dodgy stream this, whatever it is. Same. <laughs> We're going to end up having to pay for it. So something's going to get stuck. Do you know? That's the thing, right? You both got my Sky Go though, so you can watch it through that. I yeah, mean, we can watch it at the same thing. time, can we? Oh no! With a TV scheduled you. movie, I my first assumption was it would it would be a case of like. Thursday night, nine o'clock, we all have to sit and watch this movie because it's that's when it's on the telly. But we're gonna have yeah. to I don't know if you can I don't know if you've got my Sky Go, whether you'd be able to you get films on demand or whether you'd actually have to watch some at the time when it's on the telly. That'd be I'm just gonna up your subscription, Bernsey, to include some. I think you know, like if you've got Sky I've got my mate Sky Go and you get I think he's Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron. I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? 
You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Prepare, you morons. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron. Hey, moron. Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye.